Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back from one. Ring, ring, really big ring. Basquiat with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. I'm so happy that you bought the pistachios back. I but ate so many. You know, pistachios are, I mean, not so good for you, but pistachios are not great. Are they what? Really? They're like very high in fat. I eat, so with all nuts. And cholesterol, right? Yeah, and mm-hmm. with all nuts, you're meant to, like nuts are great for you, but you're literally meant to eat like a small palm full. Or like, oh. you're meant to, wet, like if you eat Brazil nuts, you're meant to eat like four. And I just buy a bag of nuts. If you look at the servings, like, I just buy, buy a bag of nuts and go to town. Like this is probably... Th- Two or three servings of pistachios. Yeah, mm. also pistachios mold. Really? And you won't know God it. Damn. So this, I once did You're this cleanse. Me, I know. I did this cleanse. You couldn't eat pistachios, but not anymore, baby. I have a question. In general, this isn't. I have that special one that I'm saving for later. Yeah. But I, I, as a person from across the pond, as they say. Yeah. What are some stereotypes that you have of Americans that you um. feel like? were either true or completely not true when you came over. Um, Because I I was talking to an Australian person yesterday, and they said some stuff, and I was like, that's fucking stupid. But I would like to hear some of the... Um, some So I get, I've been here for a while, so some of them have been debunked, and some yeah. have been reinforced. Um, loudness is a big one mm-hmm. that was I reinforced. think everyone in Europe has, and then was reinforced. <laughs> Americans love to be loud. Like, yeah, on, we loud. Like, on planes, ev- like yeah. everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Um, like, you know who's American. Um, <laughs> loudness, that's one. I'm trying to think of other ones. I'm trying to think of, like, what I grew up looking at, and, like, you know, from TV. Mm. So Was loud- American television popular it when was. you were up? It was. And I think there's, like, a big... Now that British TV has crossed to America, British TV is... Be- is like more um, is kind of being given the respect it deserves. Uh, yeah. For for a long time in England, even we just kind of like growing up. Most of the shows I watched were it felt like seventies, eighties. There was a lot of British stuff. There was like a lot, particularly comedy and sketch comedy mm-hmm. and, and like Monty, Monty Python, Python and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the nineties, we like got so much American stuff. And there was still British a lot of at least what I was watching was like a lot of British sketch and this and the other and comedy, but. Then we got like Friends, Save the Bell, mm-hmm. Sweet Valley High, all that. So I grew up watching all of that stuff. I guess the voice is kind of like the upwards inflection is kind of an American thing. Mm. Is that real for real? Is that for real? I, 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 I think it's actually not. I think it's not. I think it's a lot of the TV we saw because even though it was like Friends was meant to be New York, it was LA. Yeah. Right. So right. I think it was what people heard, what was being exported was an LA accent, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily a because there's not really an american accent so right. it's ma- mainly that it's so I regional it's regional regional it's and the regional. same is true for england correct like very true what we're receiving is like that london, london theater accent. you're getting like rp received yeah. pronunciation you're getting like quite for, for the most part and then if you watch something like like attack the block then you're getting like a, yeah. a dialect yeah right yeah what would you say my like dialect is from like what you've heard are you Southern? Because that's that's what people tell me. I mean, because you sound like I've because, said this so many times. You sound like a Southern black pastor. Because uh, it's for, like it. when you said from what from what you've heard, it's like when it's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you gotta be Southern. I don't know. I feel I'm like not, I don't know. Though. I'm Where not, are you from? Are you I'm from, from Chicago. 
Oh, okay. Can I tell you something? Chicago is the biggest mystery to me because some people yeah. from Chicago are like Chicago, and then some people sound like you, and then yeah. some people like Chicago is some is. It's so weird. I don't know what happened in Chicago. Well, I I might have an answer. I don't want to. I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact of the Great Migration, like after slavery and all that stuff. A lot of people from the South migrated to places like Chicago mm. or Compton and stuff like that. So, like when you look, like I was watching this. Uh, I went to the California African American Museum this weekend, which is really dope. It's free. It's so dope, it's really and they have great events mm-hmm. there. It's amazing. Yeah, and yeah. there was a it was a project there from Nicole Smith who like did this video. Uh, art thing about people in Athens, California, which is like mm-hmm. this very small neighborhood. But they all sound like they were from the South. And I was like, why? And it's like, because their grandparents talk that yes. way. And yes. their great the grandparents talk stays. and it just stays. And like, yeah. it's from that great migration thing, which is why I think you and Carl have like that weird mm-hmm. link. What was it? Was Carl... it like your great grandparents? He's from the South. He's from He's Mississippi. South. He Mississippi, actually yeah. is from Mississippi. But don't you guys have like a very similar last name somewhere up I, the... We think we're related. Yeah. Like in some way. Whoa. Because... My grandfather, who's also from Mississippi, has the same last name yeah. as his grandfather or something like that. Whoa. Uh, that's not, I mean, that's not unlikely. No, it's not, not unlikely at all. So we can think I, we're like distant cousins. Yeah. Can I tell you a fear of mine growing up was, um, less so now because I'm in America, I had this like weird, some of your fears just pop into your head every now and then. Yeah. I had one that I would date someone I was related to. <laughs> I think it was from watching too much like Jerry Springer yeah. or something. I was like, fuck, what if that happens? What if I fall in love with my cousin? Mine was that I thought that I wasn't my parents' kid and that they didn't want to tell me. I had that because my brother told me I was adopted. So yeah. I had that for a while. Do you have an older sibling who reinforced that? It was a younger sibling who was oh, like... Whoa. Your yeah. younger sibling <laughs> yeah. told you you were adopted? <laughs> he was like, because I am... He was like, I know. And you're like, <laughs> I was looking that logic at, is so easy to unpick. So, but I was a kid <laughs> and like I am significantly darker than my parents and the rest of my siblings for some uh-huh. reason. And I'm always, I've always wondered why. And obviously it's just like... It's just, it's, it's just genetics. It, and yeah, yeah genetic, exactly. Yeah. But as a kid, my brother would be like... Look at you. You we're all lighter than you. Like, don't you think that mom and dad just don't want to tell? But I'm seeing your brother. Y'all the same damn complexion. No, we're not. I mean, not you when we were younger. Are. They, Here, I'll show you a picture when we were black younger. People love to nickel and dime when it comes to That's shades. True. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we all brown all as black. hell. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we're moving past it, but at least recognizing it that it's come from sort of like whiteness and white supremacy telling us that the closer we are to whiteness, the better we He's are. He's but... lighter there. He's lighter than me there. Nigga, you got Please. a flash on your face. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're behind a light bulb. But anyway, you were saying that. I was just saying, yeah. hopefully we're past doing all this shit. Like, I'm a cool, I am actually like one eighth white. It's like, no, yeah. you're black. I'm you're black. black. Yeah. I'm black. I'm dark skinned. I love to get a tan and get even darker. Like, mm-hmm. I hope we're getting past it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I adopt slaver rules when it comes to if people are black or not, which is like, if you just have a tip of the tar brush, to me, you're black. Like, if they. Tip of the tar brush? That's what they called it, like, when they were, like, dividing up, like, slaves and stuff like that. They would be like, even if that person just has. 10, 15%. If it is something that you can see in a person, I include them in the black dis- discussion or the diaspora, black diaspora. You Thank you. Yes. Ooh, I diaspora. don't know that word. What's that million dollar word? What that mean? It's like a, so like the, the black culture in large. So the black diaspora is, mm-hmm. we've all obviously uh, originated from Africa, but the black diaspora stretches to England, to Ireland, mm-hmm. to India, wherever we are as black people, that is yeah. our black diaspora. It's like our, the reach of the, yeah. of, Blackness. Because you can find black people in like some of the randomest places. Everywhere. Yeah. There's like, there's, Everywhere. There's this, I was just watching, saw this like mini documentary about these black people in Mexico. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was uh, speaking we're of black people everywhere. in Mexico. He's not from Mexico. 
but Sammy Sosa. We were, I was playing baseball yesterday. Oh yeah. And somebody I wear number twenty one, which is Sammy Sosa's number. And we were talking about how he looks like a bottle of Pepto Bismol now. He's completely pink yeah. white. Oh, he's bleached himself. He's yeah. bleached oh, yeah. himself. Oh yes, have seen this. Yeah, 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 yeah. He bleached himself. Bleaching is so sad. It's so sad. That is some real self hatred. I. It seems painful too. Oh yeah, there's a lot of. I saw it a lot growing up in England in the mm. Jamaican and Nigerian communities. Really? Well. Yeah, a lot of bleaching in London. You'll see it. it. I mean, they sell it in hair shops. Like if you go to the black hair shop, mm. they have like all the hair and all the hair products, whatever. And then in the cabinet, they have bleaching products. Skin bleaching products? Skin bleaching products. In the That's store. That's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that that has not made its way over here. You know what? I think you can get it in some Korean beauty stores. Yes. Really? It's yeah. a big thing in uh, Korea. Yes. Bleaching. Yes. Good Lord. I know, but every day you learn something new about the reach of slavery is what I realized. Yes. Every yeah. day you learn something new about how pervasive it is and how long the arm of slavery truly is and, it, and white supremacy. It truly surprises me every day. And moving here from England, speaking of, was like, to go back to what we were saying about like, not necessarily stereotypes, but moving here from England... I got a complete re-education on blackness because, mm -hmm. of course, we have racism in England and people want to be like, we don't, we do. It's nothing like here. Like, I've never seen, I don't know that I've ever seen a government treat a group of people, like, treat people so badly. I've never been to, like, a dictatorship or anywhere, but right. black people are treated it so badly here. It's, cr like, systemically, it's crazy. crazy. Like, I've... especially if you've grown up somewhere else, mm. truly, truly, to grow up somewhere else and come here and really see it, you're like, you guys just had to live like this? Like, it's yeah. crazy. Every it's single crazy. European I've met has said the same exact thing. It's unbelievable. Honestly, yeah. as a black person, I'm like, like, police, of course, disproportionately stop black people in England, particularly black boys. But the fact that we don't have guns, although that's becoming new, changes the dynamic, obviously, yeah. and changes what the interaction can be. And then to come here, I never really felt fearful as a black person in England. And then to come here, I'm like, shit, I get scared in my car. I'm like yeah. oh, nervous yeah. driving around. I've been pulled over. I'm like, no, I got pulled over in, I was working in Pittsburgh and I had a couple of days off and I wanted to go to um, the Museum of African-American History in DC. Oh, okay. Cause it was like, it had opened just a month ago and I was like, yeah. I'm close. I probably don't know when I would get a chance to go. So it was like a three and a half hour drive. I drove there. Not bad at all. Not bad. And I'm driving back. And I get stopped, and I don't actually remember quite where I was. I think I was in rural Pennsylvania. Oof, not and a good place I to get have stopped. never sweated like that in my entire. You'd think I ran a fucking marathon. I was like, "Don't move your hands." My mm -hmm. heart was beating out of my chest, and I was mm. like, "This isn't right." People yeah, can't live. Like this. No. I can't have my body flooded with all these chemicals. I'm it was, vegan. It's crazy. I live a healthy too. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have all this. All I'm this fucking all these stress. Stress. These it is stress all this hormones. fucking fight, fight or flight. Just Absolutely. it's stressful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just stressful being black here. I was just in Ojai, which, like, I don't know about Ojai. It seemed like after I was there, it seemed it's a white like vacation pretty, paradise. Yeah, it seemed, but it seemed like they were kind of liberal. But when I first got there, hippie liberal, yeah, hippie liberal, yeah. yeah. But when I first got there, I'm like looking around, and I'm just I was uncomfortable as yeah. shit. Uh, like there, there is even a certain. This is gonna sound fucked up, but there is a certain look. To a white person who you can just look and say, you look racist. Mm. 
Yeah. And like, there is like there is a certain like the box haircut, it's a box the haircut, tight the fucking eyes. eyes. Too close together. Yeah, like you just look at him and you say, like, "You look you racist." Got it's like country face. The you know, you're like, the I can see it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Ask about it. Put up, put up a list of all yeah. these school shoes. I'll show yeah. you. They all. <laughs> I'll show you. They all look so very. It's the, so the younger, especially the younger ones. They all look the same. It's like this, like con- I, mean, I don't know if it's the anger or the racism that distorts your face, but it's like maybe it's just years of just being so angry it screws with your face i don't know it just uh, makes I don't it know tight how it manifest okay like i said i'm vegan i live a healthy life. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of uh yeah just being in like spaces where you're the only black person is like a feeling and i think any person oh, of color it's... can speak to that feeling but man when it hits you it fucking hits you man where you're yeah, just, it's like, uncomfortable you don't want to touch anything you don't want to like man, i remember like i would not i knocked something over one time i was like in a store in portland and i immediately was just like i'm so like i was like i'm so sorry like yeah. you know i wanted everyone to be aware that i wasn't trying to steal or something like that yeah like, it's very tough yeah dude and also in those oh, also let me clarify some some people listen might think i said all white people look the same i did not yeah all racist people <laughs> all racist people look the <laughs> same racist people have a look you have they have a look racist people have, they a, have look. a look and, and like whenever you're in this type of town, like in Hoi, I could spot a black person from fucking eight blocks away. Because you're I was it's so just excited, Julio. dude. I went to Ohio a couple weeks ago, and I like had a little little solo trip. And then I went to one. I went wine tasting. There was this black girl. And we started chatting. And then we went to dinner together. I was like, <laughs> yeah. It was like she was my best friend. Now she's my best friend. Yeah. But like literally, we were just chatting and went to dinner together because there's yeah. also like a safety and a comfort and a kinship Absolutely. where you're like. I get it. We're out here. We get we're it. It's unspoken. Yeah. If we they haven't killed to... you yet, they won't yeah, kill me. Yeah, literally. And we're like, <laughs> now we're sucks. safer. We like, we're both at the same yeah. wine tasting thing, and then yeah. we just went to dinner and chatted. It's crazy. And yeah. no disrespect to Ohio. Beautiful vacation yeah. spot. Yeah, is... By the end of it, I was like, this, Look, is, this is cool. But get some black people up in there. That's all we're saying. Ohio is beautiful. And that's the funny thing about Ohio is I've been to Ohio, I think, three times. And this time I went, I was staying in this hotel, in the, this little inn, and in the pool, I guess on the, like, one of the days I was there, Friday, maybe it's Friday mornings, they have like old ladies doing water aerobics and there was oh, one yeah. black old lady and she was there. There's a couple of black people. Literally, I've met in the three times I've been there, this one black girl who we went to dinner, she was visiting. And then these other black people and they are so friendly, the black people, because they are literally like more of us. Yeah. yeah. This woman like did her water aerobics and then came up to me after, gave me her business card. She was like, next time you're here, let me know. I don't know this woman, yeah. but it, it must be, I mean, it's beautiful. And I am very much like such a hippie. I love to like be on my own and go out and would love to like live off the land and all that. But I, it's tough if you feel like that, because in most of those situations, you will be the only black person. Absolutely. If you're going out to like Joshua Tree or wherever you want to live or Ojai and you want to retire and be, it's like you deal with being the only one, of, like mm-hmm. in a very small minority. Yeah. and not knowing how that feels. Especially if you're feel into great. Like alternative things, right? Like you were yeah, saying. Yeah, like and I feel like... like I find myself occupying a lot of white spaces because, mm-hmm. and not that not that I'm into things that other black people aren't into. There's no community of it though. There's not a community of it. And I think coming from England, and I've spoken to people who are like born in Africa, we have a different idea of our blackness and what we can do and what we can't do. Whereas mm. this is what I mean about black Americans being treated so poorly. Black Americans have basically been told they cannot do anything. Mm. Like you can barely exist. Whereas I think I'm much more free. Like I, my friends make jokes, particularly my black friends make jokes all the time being like, Kirby, stop doing white shit. Because in their world, they're like, I'm not going camping. I'm going to go somewhere in the middle of the woods by myself. If mm. I need help, I'm the only black person where I'm like, I haven't grown up with that fear necessarily. Mm. 
So I do, I feel like I do a lot of this stuff, but, and for a lot of black people, a lot of black people are shut out of that stuff. But it's yeah. not like, it drives me crazy when people are like, yoga, that's white shit. And you're like, yoga is not. Yeah, like, man. You've been tricked. Is, You've been tricked. Having yeah, flexible it, muscles and a straight spine. But it didn't originate. Hey, like, white? It, it, it originated, in, it's Indian, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like, it's not a lot of the things that we, like I went into this store in Highland Park the other day. And I was like, this store is ridiculous. Like I went in there and it's got all, it's like Paolo Santo and incense and this and that mm. and the other. And there's little white ladies running this store. And I was like, you know why this store's dumb? Is because Americans came to this country or white Europeans rather came to this country and they were like, hey, Native Americans, you're savages. Why are you burning wood and doing weird dances and fucking, you know what I mean? Like worshiping grass gods or whatever, yeah. or worshiping like the earth. And now we're back to that. All these white girls are like, I'm a witch. I love crystals. <laughs> I burn Palo Santo. It's, yeah, like, it's like, you that's... take everything away and then you say it's white stuff. It's like it wasn't. It was yeah, yeah. someone else's. I'm just waiting for someone to be like, you do voodoo, Edgar. That's some white stuff. <laughs> right? That's what we need to do. That's like, it's like people who. <laughs> voodoo like is the who... blackest shit you can do. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's the most <laughs> you wait, thing you can possibly do. You wait till do. it gets co-opted. There'll be a bunch of people being like, I do, I, I do voodoo. You'll see. <laughs> Yo, You'll like... see. You thought braids were safe. You'll see. <laughs> My <laughs> just wait my grandma Ooh. accused so when i was younger my grandma let a friend of hers live with us because she was struggling she like got kicked out of her house so she was living with us and eventually they fell out and my grandma who's super religious so she's kind of crazy eventually right. accused her name was miss daisy eventually accused miss daisy of dark magic because she saw little black fingerprints on the window <laughs> seals and accused her of voodoo. When I've been, my grandma was like, I've been feeling sick lately. You gotta get out. You and your black magic. I know you've been putting voodoo on this that house. Is get such out. That's a real thing. That's it such is a real thing. Crazy. You guys, my nan is from the Caribbean and she Where? Nevis. Okay, I've and, always wondered because your last name is Baptiste. Oh yeah. And I've always been like. Is, is, is there some Haitian up in there? What's going well, on? Well, Baptiste is from my granddad, who's from Grenada, but okay. it's such a, mm. a mix. Oh, we're all in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. But um, my nan, too, very religious, very Christian, but a lot of this old world stuff is, is still there because my nan has the same thing of being like, she doesn't call it voodoo, but she's like, when I was growing up, my nan would always be like, don't eat food in other people's houses. Yeah. Like, do not yeah. eat food in anyone else's mm -hmm. house, yeah. just in case. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. You don't know if they blessing their food. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't watch Power Rangers because my grandma said it was from demonic yes. sources. Po Pokemon, Harry Potter. Pokemon, ah, Harry Potter. Same, same in my church. But it's also mixed, right? Because they're amalgamations of all this like hardcore Christian stuff and then their old world beliefs and they kind of like mix it together because yeah. Christianity doesn't really believe in like the witchy voodoo stuff. No. And the voodoo-y stuff has no problem with Pokemon. No. It's just, a, I, it's just that fear of like an outside yes. force. What religion did you say? You know, your grandma's... Uh, Southern Baptist, Southern Baptist, but kind of switched over to Protestant. Uh huh. And your yeah. family are they really uh, Adventist? Shut up! I'm Seventh Adventist. My Shut family are. Shut the fuck Shut up! up. Damn. No fucking way! This Saturday, y'all both can be sitting in the crib <laughs> waiting for sundown. I honestly, <laughs> I honestly only meet Seventh Adventists. Like truly, I can count on one hand how many Seventh Adventists I met outside of my church in England or the. I don't go there. Anymore, yeah. But outside of that. All my Seventh Adventist friends. Are you from Haiti? Yeah, Where? from Haiti. Oh, that's a lot of Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah. 
Wow, look wow. at that. Look at this. Wow. On Culture the Kings. Sabbath day and keep it holy. Well, Kirby, I mean, I, I could look at you and be like, what? Seven-day Adventist? You're breaking, you're breaking like 10 rules right now while I'm looking at I know, the you. piercings, yeah. the makeup. Makeup. Piercings, makeup, not in a skirt. Not in a skirt, no. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. But uh, I got the veganism down. You do have the veganism so. down, yeah. But look, we did ask you, Kirby, can we record on Saturday, please? And you was like, No. No. I said it's the last eight. thing. I said I have sex outside of marriage, but I will not do it. I will, I will not, not work anything. on the Sabbath day. Wow, that's so crazy that you're Seventh-day Adventist. Oh, yeah. What is it like being a Seventh-day Adventist in England? Like, what is that? Well, my church is so... When I first moved here, I was like, in my church is a real community. And that's mm, sometimes course, what that's, I miss. That's the big thing about Adventism. That's the big like, thing, yeah. is community. And like, yeah. like it's a full... Like, I was telling the white women guys, because they had me on the show, and I was like, you don't don't understand churches all day i would go to church at nine yes. and leave at seven yep. Yep. like you eat your lunch there it's a full, it's a full day. day your Plan friends are it. from there and stuff your like friends that. are from church your my and especially in my church my church is probably like 99 percent black and yeah. probably 98.9 percent caribbean so it's mm. like particularly for my nan i can see it's her f- home like my nan is yep. you know she left the caribbean some of her family are there, some weren't. And when she came to England, she didn't know anyone. Yep, like she, right. she, Her best friend is a woman she met on the boat to England. So like, you don't really know people. So that church becomes your community. My nan even converted. My nan was like raised Catholic and then converted. What? That is the same story with my mom. No. Yes. Your mom Catholic, was raised Catholic. And then converted. came to America and converted to Adventism no. for the same exact thing. It's a community. community. Yeah. And my nan got my crazy. nan got involved. Was it like an older black woman who told you? Of course. Yes, because they're like, of course. my nan didn't have anyone. So this woman was basically probably like her second mom. And she was like, we're Seventh-day Adventists. Come Seventh-day Adventists. Yep. And then my nan went there and it's just like, Hella black people cooking food all day. So really, it's just like good family. church music, good church dancing, music, lo- lo- catching but the Holy Ghost. Have you been to some Adventist church here? Because they're I whack as the, hell. I went to the Hollywood church. Me too. Over on uh, what is it? Oh, the one right off. The one right off of one hundred and one. And do not it's give me that Christian rock. Fuck. Boring as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I re- like I don't identify as Christian anymore. I because of what I think Christianity is. Should be, yeah. Yeah. Um, but. I when I first came here, I was like, "Well, community and the, you know, I un, I understand or hope still at the heart of Christianity and all religions that love is the is the base and yeah. treating others well. I mean, we have. I mean, I'll tell you something. I don't think I could ever identify as Christian in America. Maybe if I went somewhere else and saw a different idea of it, I could never hear. I think it's very aggressive. <laughs> it's controlling, very controlling, here. judgmental, controlling, yeah. dogmatic. I, it's Theocratical. Not for, yeah, it's not for me. It's hip, it's hypocritical. It's exclusionary. Whatever. But I was like, let me go check it out for some community. Boring as hell. Mm-hmm. They serve coffee though. That's not allowed. I know they do though. Yes. Well, they, I don't know if you know about some of the gossip of that church, where that church has been like tried to be sued by the Seventh Day Adventist Conference multiple no. times because they're too. They do like gay marriage and all well, that stuff. Well, I and... I do know that one of the pastors, Ryan something, Ryan Bell, he got kicked out. Yeah, he was fired. He was fired because fired I... from church. Yes. Well, <laughs> I actually, that was you know what's so funny? That was one of the turning points for me because I when I went to that church, I was like, That's I'm not crazy. feeling it. Fucking, I don't know why there's Christian rock. Christian rock is. Re- ridiculous <laughs> fully and so i was like what is this church and then that ryan bell guy would talk and i was like okay maybe i can get on board because he would preach about like patriarchy and white and like whiteness being a, like a thing that has damaged us and this and the other a white guy and he would really be get, very like, liberal guy very liberal and then next thing i know 
he's fire. And there was like a trans person there. There was like, I was like, wow, this is this is way more inclusive than my church. Cause yeah. my church is like, I love the community, but my church is old school. Like yeah. mm-hmm. no, pe- like it's, it's all old black people. So yeah. imagine, you know Hell what I mean? Like, Hell and brimstone. And yes, a hundred yeah. of your grandma all the time. Mm-hmm. But then he got fired and I was like, you're right. You know what? You were right to fire him. Not because of what he said, but because your idea of Christianity is not what he is and I don't want any part of it. Like yeah. he had this idea of Christianity and that to me reinforced the idea that I could never identify as Christian because they were like, hey, I'm sorry, what you're preaching is not Christian. And by them saying that, I was like, you know what? If that's what you believe he is, breaking away from it, but I don't want to be part of it. I don't want to be part of a place that, this man is literally trying to bring religion and Adventism into the new world and yep. say like, we really want it to be love and acceptance. Yep. And you're going, that's not us. And so when he got fired and then he did this whole thing, he did like a year without a religion. Did you that see that? Is what got, that was part of what, what got him fired was that he did that. No, but he got, he got fired first of yeah, all. Yeah, and then he did that, but they got really they, upset at him They were mad that. at him. He did this thing of being like, can I still be a good person without religion? And then he did a year without religion he was a pastor that's so and crazy that you know great, all of this like I'm, I my this mind church. is blown that you know, know all of these things this then, is great culture so, kings is bringing people culture together kings. y'all really <laughs> we didn't know this. so then he does a year without religion he's like i don't need religion to be a good person which is like duh True. yeah um and then obviously they're so mad because that's the thing about christianity is that they it's it's all it's like fucking american education system it's like a higher education in america the seek the, the secret they don't want you to know is that you don't need it you don't yeah. need it that's what they don't want you to know yeah. is yeah. that you don't need it go to community college people do not yeah. go to real colleges they take your money take your money <laughs> And go to a community college and learn practical skills and be around real human beings and get some like actual like culture diversity, financial well, diversity. The big thing for me with even people saying you should go to big universities or a church is they think or they preach that there's only one path yes. Yes. to righteousness. There's only one path to heaven. Yeah. And I remember, we all know about who T.D. Jakes is, right? Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, woman, thou art loosed. Woman, <laughs> ah, get ready, get ready, get ready. Uh, <laughs> woman, thou art loosed. Man, I grew up with T.D. Jakes in the crib. <laughs> of course. Uh, manpower? Man, yeah. come on, don't get me started. And he said, and he got slack for this. He said, yeah, I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. I, he saved me, blood of Christ, all that good shit. But that's not the only path to heaven. Uh, you you can't tell somebody who's a Buddhist who just grew up right. being a Buddhist but is a good person that you're going to hell because you don't know anything about Christianity. Right. It's a it's an insane. But my grandma will tell you that. Like my grandma will say, "Oh, he grew up a Buddhist. Oh, it's just God. Not God is not in that place. They all go into hell." And I'm that's like, one of the uh, biggest it's insane. Fa- yeah, that's it's one insane. of the biggest failures of that church. Uh, I don't know if we know one of the things that Ryan Bell did that got him in trouble. But during that a year without God thing, yeah, he did a panel called "Will Like." I think it was like called something like "Will Adventism Be Like a Millennial Religion" or something like that, where yeah. he invited a bunch of millennials to come talk. And that's how I met him. I was one of the millennials, oh. and I, I like was on that panel. And every single one of us said no. Like, yeah, every single one of us were just like, unless they do these list of things like yeah. become more female inclusive because I, I don't know if you know what's you been s- happening now but like that whole they woman still women couldn't be you pastors. can't still be a pastor yeah like they refused to ordain women yes. as pastors yes very very homophobic and all that stuff from there like, if you don't change any of these things it won't ever happen yeah and then like the church just like yelled at us for like an hour after that <laughs> of course <laughs> like that, that was the rest of the panels just them being like you guys don't understand LNG and I was like oh man I LNG white oh boy but I tell you what it's the problem with it is part of I think Seventh-day Adventism is that like 
you know, if you're going to make up a religion, like when Henry VIII was like, I don't want to be a Catholic anymore. I want to be a Protestant. He made that religion up, right? So yeah. this is the thing about so Christianity. He could, we, so he could sleep with who he so wanted he could sleep with. with who he, he could divorce people. We act yeah. like it's all like set in stone, but he made it up. But what he was smart about doing was like, I'm going to take all the fun bits and make a religion. Seventh-day Adventism was like, I'm going to take all the worst bits about Judaism mm-hmm. and the worst <laughs> bits about Catholicism, the hot, like the most fucking like oppressive shit mm-hmm. and put it together. Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, they were so de- we can't have power or electricity on Sabbath and we can't have sex. It's like, choose one. At least Catholics can fucking At go least to they the- could go to the movies on they Saturday. They go to the movies on Saturday. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were depressed. They were depressed because they were just like, ah, oh, Jesus is coming this day. And yeah. they did it and they were like, we're going to blame ourselves and make ourselves do all these rules to ensure that he does Such the next rules. time. And it's yeah. like, I don't know. We can hey get guys, into it, but I got I got a crazy, very quick, crazy church story. Please, that can I open this popcorn? You can absolutely Please. open I'm the popcorn. I'm so peckish today. Oh, it's okay. Please eat. I'm gonna tell it to you guys. Though, Please, after the break. Okay. Sophie, Once a- what? So- Sophie, look at the time. Look at us getting into our intro. Oh. Culture Kings. <laughs> Thirty minutes into the episode, we introing this motherfucker. Hell yeah! Y'all been listening to me like, who the fuck is that other person talking? <laughs> I don't know who this is. Well, you know me, Chakis. I'm Edgar Mope was here. And goddamn, we got a former queen of the week in the crib today. Queen Kirby, how Baptiste. Hey guys. We've said your name. We've even mentioned your last, we even dropped your last name. We've <laughs> like, talked about every aspect of you except for well, saying I mean, in the name. in the first 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. We've said yes, your yes, first yes. name, we've said your last name, but we haven't introduced people know you. People what, what religion I grew up? I know. Yeah. People know so much about you. <laughs> yeah. They don't know who you are. No. Maybe they do, because maybe people are watching Barry on HBO. Maybe they're watching Killing Eve. Maybe they've watched Love. Kirby, you out here in these streets? I'm in these streets. In I these mean, streets. In, in, in the business way. In not, the business not way. In the other, not in the other way. <laughs> in the streets. Well, <laughs> I that's love saddening. Barry. Thank you. Uh, You're wonderful. Oh, my God. Thank you See? so much. It's Soph- a show. Sophie fainted show. when I told her you were coming on. She fainted. Oh, I fainted twice. Fainted. Twice. God damn. Oh, Look at that effect you're having show. on people. It's a fun show. Uh, all right. Let me tell this real quick. It's, yeah, go for it. It's such a good concept, too. It's so good. They're so Kirby wrote it. I wrote it. It's so good. Bill Hader and Alec Berg will tell you they did, but mm-hmm. I wrote it. No, she wrote it. <laughs> she pitched it to HBO. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what? Put these two white men on it and it will sell better. Yeah. But it's my show. I wrote it's it. Show. Yeah. That's sad but very true. They know if- that. They, 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 I wrote that show. Uh, officially, I wrote that show. Uh, some dude was talking shit about uh, that movie that Ava DuVernay just did. Oh, A Wrinkle, a wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. And he was just like, you know, there was just no story behind it. There's no plot. It was all over the place. And then this other white dude was like, yeah, but if David Lynch did it, you'd be jerking off all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Be jerking off on the DVD right yeah. now. Oh my God. Um that's gross. So my grandma, she would have people come over the house or she would talk to us as if she was God. <laughs> she would talk to us as if God was like had entered into her soul and was talking to us like oh through her. In English or in like tongues? In English and in tongues. Uh, but she was essentially like a vessel. And I, I'm like dragging my grandma. My, I love my grandmother. She's a sweet lady. She's a spiritual lady. 
<laughs> I love her to death. Christians are uh, wild. We love Christians them, but they're wild. wild. They're wild. But but this was only happening at the crib, except this one time, she got up at church, and told the pastor to get out of the pulpit, and was like God has something to say. And talk to the entire congregation as God. No. <laughs> like, and this is a church I grew up in. And I'm just sitting in the fucking back at like nine years old, just melting away. Like, But this was she is spitting real truths? That I don't know what she was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was praying to the God that was inside of her for her to shut the fuck up and get off the pulpit. Uh, I've never been more embarrassed. In my, do you That's, guys have that like speaking in tongues and shit too? Does that mm-hmm. yeah? Uh, oh, there you? was well, not speaking in tongues, but I think that my church had a problem with mental illness in a way that they would explain by saying that that person was demon possessed. Where oh, now, yeah. When I look back at it, I'm like, no, I think that this person just needed like you know a therapist and a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, yes. But like, yeah, like there was this guy in our church named Access, a uh, very common Haitian name. That he would like, uh, when music would start, he would like get up and start stomping around and then just like moving very quickly across and like causing like a ruckus. And everyone would be like, put their hands on him and try to pray the devil out of him. And then now when I'm like an adult looking back and I'm like, I think we should just put that nigga in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, where where did you grow up? Where was this church? Uh, New York City. Oh, in New York. In the heart of Harlem on 121st. Of course. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, okay. What is, what were you taught about dinosaurs? That they weren't real, that the devil. Buried their bones. There's a couple of things that I was taught about that. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs, dinosaurs weren't real. Because yeah. uh, yeah. I went to Adventist school my entire my entire life, except for I high school. I did too, but not the whole lot. life. Just primary school, part okay. of primary school, so yeah. uh, part of elementary school. Yeah, I only didn't go for two years of high school. I Whoa. chose to go back to Adventist school for my senior year because I was being uh, a little dumb. Uh, but uh, it was a girl. Uh, a girl also... broke my heart, and I said, Gah! and I lied to my parents. And I said, I found God, and I would like to explore that in Christian school. And yeah. they're like, oh, of course. Yeah. But it was I just didn't want to go back and see the girl that cheated on me over the summer. <laughs> Man, I what a way to get out of some shit. Yeah, just to tell I found God, mom and dad. Yeah, um, that is a way. Uh, uh but so we had a textbook. Of course our science textbook was a Adventist textbook. It was called like God's Creation. Yeah. Something like that. And in it it had three theories of what dinosaurs could be. Mm. One was that they were a product of sin, like after sin. Some animals got too big and stuff uh, like that, and that's why God had to send the flood. Naturally. A second one was that they were experiments that the Israelites were doing. So, like, what they thought was that the Tower of Babel and all that stuff was, like, in this book, of course. I don't think that this is, like, Adventist canon. Right. But, like, uh... <laughs> this, is, uh this is in the Adventist <laughs> cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> but the theory was that, like, why God got upset at the Israelites was because their technology was becoming too big and that it was making them not focus on God and worship God anymore. Oh, they were Wakanda. Yeah, and ah, then like they, one of their, one of their uh, bastard experiments was the dinosaurs, that they were making animals uh, mate with each other and that Whoa. made God very upset. And the way that they... Oh, he would be mad at factory farming then. Yeah. If he saw. Well, what's so crazy is that book is from like 80, like, because this school, every Adventist school, most Adventist schools, I should say, are very underfunded. And if you look at the copyright dates of their textbook, it is alarming, the things that they're reading. That is so interesting because the one I went to in England, it was a private school that, uh, because it was private, they had a lot of money because Uh, people would be 
give our school the money. had a lot of money. We just weren't using it on textbooks. Yeah, I mean, especially science textbooks. Yeah, oh, yes. that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, like, science is never going to be the department that's like no. fucking falling. We yeah, we're reading like it. Oh, my textbook was from 1986. And yeah, but the choir is lit, right? Oh, the choir. We would go. We would travel <laughs> Texas singing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, choir like for free like they pay yeah. for us to go oh, they pay for has ministry has such a high budget it's crazy where like they're like oh yeah go do this as long as you're bringing people back and yes. it's like the most ridiculously inflated budget it's so we can't even get into talking about like how much like the business at christianity all over where you're talking like oh Adventism yeah. Catholic, like the the it's these pastors are wealthy i mean crefo a dollar is like a million and have you ever heard of crefo a dollar oh, i've seen him preach live oh <laughs> he's yeah. rich as fuck. he's rich as fuck it's yeah, crazy. they're all rich as fuck. It's and his crazy. name, his name is crazy though. Like, yeah, you can't have that name. He's a good be, pastor. You think he's a good pastor? I mean, he's he's, what's his name? He bought Crefo, the house down. Creflo A Dollar. Creflo A Dollar. He bought yeah. the house down. I think he also got caught up in some shit though. Like, I think he got recently. caught up in like tax tax evasion. You know stuff. what these a lot of these like super pastors are to me? They're like Manson esque. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. very charismatic, yeah. but they yeah. couldn't quite cut it as like an entertainer or something. So they lead a cult, essentially. Yeah. What is you it called? The Cult of Personality? Isn't that what it's called? Is that... It's a CM Punk theme song for wrestling. Uh, I, like, it's <laughs> it's Cult of keep, Personality. You keep a like-minded group of people around oh. you to like help support you and yeah. push you over and yeah. stuff like that. Can we Sick do something? Can we do something? Please. Please. All right. So you both grew up seven-day Adventists. Yeah. Edgar, mm-hmm. can you have a conversation with Kirby as your mom? <laughs> uh, he has his mom impression that he does all the time and i want to hear what conversation would happen if both of your mom if both of your moms well, were it would in be my grandma together. all right your grandma yes all right so kirby Okay. You be your grandma. All right. Edgar, you be My your mom. She's not going to like it, but you know what? She uh, doesn't have the internet. I'm, I'll give you I'll give you something. I'll give you something to talk about. Oh, we don't we don't we can talk about. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello, how are you? Edgar, Edgar told me about you. He says that you are in the church. Yes, well, Kirby told me about you, and she said you are in the church as well, so oh, yes. it's very nice to meet oh, you. Ve- oh, so it's very, it's the most nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I am, you know, I get very um, upset about Kirby living in L.A., but mm. what makes me happy is that she found Christian people so that she can really be a good person and give her life to God. Mm. I always said, Edgar, you have to go back to the church. Yes. The church is where you find the people who are doing the good yes. things. Yes. But he doesn't listen. Mm-mm. And it is end days. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never have. It's always end days. I've been hearing it's end days <laughs> for years. It's always yeah. end days. It's been end days since like I was born. Decades, end days. Uh, what's your what's your nan's, what's your grandma's name? Your aunt? What do you call my, your my nan? My nan. Your nan. Or grandma. Grandma. Um, Nelly. She's Nelly. the best. And Honestly, I gotta say, my nan is for me. Besides, like, really wanting me to get back to church, the most Christian example of Christianity, my nan has been a foster carer since I was, like, eight years old. She's Same. had kids throughout. She's just, yeah. she would give you the shirt off her back. She, to me, is the most Christian Christian Damn. I know. But I don't think she needs the church to be that person. That's yeah. just who she is. My grandma yep. is not that. I asked my grandma one time for the last hash round, and she was like, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God damn. Wait, Edgar, what's your mom's name? Margo. Oh, well, it's Margarone. But Margarone? Margo. That's a lovely she name. She goes by Margo because... You know these Americans out here hey, fucking listen, up her name. Margarone is beautiful. Yeah. Nellie and Margarone, the stage play. We yes. still, last week we talked about we we're going to cast our moms 
and whatever, some type of show. Where well, now knowing Kirby's now, backstory, I think Kirby, Kirby could is do your a mom. good job Shout playing. Did a, we bring up Kirby last week? To we didn't your bring mom? up Kirby. No, okay. But it's because I, I, here's what it is, Kirby, and yes. that's what I wanted to ask you yes, about. Ask. This is about my my. This goes into my deeper thing. Okay, that I want to ask get you into about. It. But let's get into it. It's hard for me to erase your English accent. Like mm. anytime I think about you, I think English. Like I can't, yes. even though most of the black people in things are English people. Like uh, like. Idris Elba, Elba, um, Daniel Kaluuya, Naomi Harris. Yeah, yeah. They're they're English and they're just you know better at being us than us. Yeah. Uh, But do you ever not? (laughs) You're like yeah, (laughs) yeah. We are. Yeah. Uh, Carry on. Do you ever uh, do an American accent? I do. In love, I did American accent. And in A Dog's Purpose, I did an American accent. Oh, okay. So I've done an American accent in a couple things. And there's been a couple things that I audition for in American accent. And then when they know I'm English, they're like, oh, let's just do an English accent. Mm. If it works. Like, I think my initial audition for Barry was in an American accent. And then the casting directors, who are wonderful for that show, um, Sherry Thomas and Sharon Bailey, um, they're amazing. They... We're like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it again, and just do it however you would do it. And I, in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm taking a shot. But unless the character has like a family that you know they to be American, you can kind of just do whatever. And then, so then I said in the room, can I just do it in my own accent? And they were like, well, it was it was Sherry was in the room. She was like, huh? Because she didn't know. I just, I, if I do it, you nailed it so well. I go in with an American. Well, because if you go in with it, no one's looking, no one's going to be like, that's probably an English person trying to be an American. Yeah. And there's so many different American accents that if there's a twinge that's not, people aren't going to be like, she's English. Like, yeah. I, th- and I think mine is pretty convincing. But so I went in and I did it and then got cast as a Brit. But so, yeah, there are things that I have now been cast as a Brit that I auditioned for in an American accent. Same mm. with Downward Dog. Downward Dog, I was English. Until we literally went to Pittsburgh to film it, and they were like, "Hold on a minute." I'm oh, sorry, American. And then they said, "Why don't you be English?" Yeah. Wow, I haven't met a European friend of mine or Australian whose accent has convinced me yet. Like my friends, when we're at the bar, maybe it's because we're at the bar and we're just like, "Do it right now," and they do it. I'm like, ah. like I don't know if you know Val Novak. Oh yeah, hers. I'm always just like, I don't believe mine you. is pretty convincing. Really? Like, give me. Let me think. Let me just get into it so I can. Okay, think. let's and then, see. Uh, um, I'll go, um, hey Edgar, my name's Kirby Hall-Baptiste. Okay, that's fucking um, scary. <laughs> I moved here from London seven years ago, although I, I guess time goes really fast. Anyway, um, okay, that's it. Wow. You know who you, <laughs> wow. I, you sound pretty, like Leelan. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. You sound like Leelan. People say different things, and I think it's come from television influence of like who, what I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> But what or what I grew up watching. So sometimes a lot of people are like, that's a white girl voice. And I'm like, well, this is just what I've grown up watching. What I do find harder is regional dialects. Like if you were to ask me to sound like a... Like a southerner or something like that. Southerner's easy. Broad ones are easy. If you were to say like sound like someone who's grown up in in Compton, not that everyone in Compton has a certain accent, but if you were to sound like someone who has grown up with like a more like black slang voice, yeah. I, I that would be harder for me because mm-hmm. it's just it's just more nuanced than mm-hmm. like a like a more standard Californian accent. Yeah, because yeah, it's like even, pauses and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, it's and, a rhythm to And it. it's like England, like London has an accent, but then North London has an accent, South, East, West, all of them have an accent. So it's the same as here. Like you can go California or LA, but you know, like the, depending on like you say, like migration patterns and mm-hmm. where people are from and, and what, what the, and your parents' accent has such a bearing on yeah. your own accent too. Like yeah. there's a lot of people that have like a slight twinge of whatever because they grew up speaking like Spanish in their house and their mm. whole family are, are Latina. So they have like a twinge, like 
or the school district that you went into, like I went to a lot of like very white schools. So even with my English voice, people would always be like, you sound white, like mm-hmm. you're so posh. So all of that affects your voice, but so nuances are hard, yeah. but, general but general is pretty easy. That's... Even general Southern is quite easy, yeah. but I don't know how to sound like, specifically if you like sound like you're from New Orleans. Like, yeah, that, that would be, be hard. hard. Yeah. Do you have that a good hard. English accent? Uh, I've always I grew up doing stage work. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that's the way you said it. He's kind like, of. Uh, listen, bitch. <laughs> yeah. We've you all kind done of theater. Ex- I know you didn't no, mean no, it, no. but you extended your hand out to her. <laughs> and then, like, I, I was up. on. I was uh, on the stage. Just so you know, <laughs> um, you're not special. <laughs> I grew up doing stage work. I was actually about to slight myself though. Uh, I grew up doing stage work, so I've had to do accents and shit like that. But I've never been the actor who picks up on that shit right away. Yeah. Uh, I eventually, yeah. I'll get it, but I I don't fall into accents easily. Yeah. I fall into accents with rehearsal. Yeah. Uh, or like same thing you said, I would have to come in a room yeah. with, I couldn't just fall into it because it would sound like trash. Yeah. Uh, so I can do an English accent, but if I was to do it right now, it would be awful. It would be so awful. Like when we did our radio play. Oh yeah, uh, when I was supposed to be a French person. Fr- that was a pretty bad French. Do you have accent. a Do you have a word? Because sometimes a word helps me drop in. So like, mm. if I'm doing like an Australian mm. accent, a word helps me drop into yeah. it, and then I have to say that word like three or four times, and then I can mine, jump start the rest. It's of the not going to be the right way, but mine is uh, massage. 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 Uh huh. Like I'll do like a really extended version of that. <laughs> See. See, that's guys, what he's working on it. I'm working on it, guys. Massage, mm-hmm. massage. I mean, I don't, I know, I don't. So I should uh, talk shit. Like, I think it's like a long, it's like knowledge of me as a performer. Is that yeah. if I'm performing on stage, whether I'm a woman, I'm a man, I'm from any country, you're gonna get this. Like, yeah. this is. Yeah. I don't do character. You're gonna be Tom Cruise and Valkyrie. Yeah. Who <laughs> 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 made zero effort? Who <laughs> made zero effort to can sound can, can anything besides your, can white? Can we hear your Australian accent? Australia, Australia. Yeah. So if I was gonna say I'm from Australia, I'd say, "Hey, my name's Kirby from Australia. Um, could I have a cup of coffee? That's not. Oh, that's a bit twingy." Okay, so wait, I need something to read. Give me something. Is there okay, like a book? Um, oh, give me one of those magazines. Mm-hmm. I need like a American yeah. is so easy. Something to read is so much so, okay, easier. So for then me I would too. say, um, um, here we go. Sources close to the duo say star, uh, tell Star that when Kanye celebrates his forty first birthday this month, he won't be unwrapping a new Cartier watch or blinged out Balmain jacket. Instead, the violation hit maker will. Maybe opening a stack of divorce papers. Mm-hmm. Kim is just exhausted by all of Kanye's drama. Mm-hmm. And then, if I was to do South African, so do you like your coffee black or white? Sources close to the duo say that Star that when Kanye celebrates his forty-first birthday this month, he won't be unwrapping a new Cartier watch or blinged-out Balmain jacket. Instead, the violation hit maker may be opening a stack of divorce papers. But that takes longer. That's harder to get into as well. Jesus, I mean, we we are um, sitting in the face. That's of That's harder. Right here. It's yeah. like they're, great. they're both okay. They both need more time. If I just li- watch a couple YouTube videos and then do it yeah. for a night, like if I have an audition in another accent, mm-hmm. I'll watch some YouTube videos, record it listen to it and then go. So it takes mm. like a little warming up and then I'll just talk to myself in my in my house in that accent. Yeah. Okay, I have now like do, do your French no. accent for it. Please. <laughs> no. Please. Not at all. Uh, I, just have, I just love that he said his word was massage. <laughs> 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 
because it has like that A, and I can yeah, hear I, that. I understand. And it is a French word. I can hear word. that A. Well, it, no. no oh, English. you were trying to tell me to do French? Oh, huh? I was doing English. Oh, I thought massage was the word that you do for your French Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was doing English. I thought. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, I thought you were doing French. I, thought, no, no, no. I knew it was going to be English. See? Thank you. Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was wondering why Kirby was, uh, wasn't laughing. Because she, she felt me. I'm supportive. <laughs> She's supportive. Kirby wasn't laughing because she didn't hear you do your French accent. That's true. Why is that French one? Who the fuck knows how to do a French accent? Probably Kirby. Mm. Do you? No, only very probably like broad, like yeah, like the one that everyone does. Français, yeah. Like, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Hello, hello, I'm from France. I don't like know. Like the like like Keenan Thompson Keenan from all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that all day. Uh, yeah, I I'm not great with jumping into like dialects and shit like that. But well, well Kirby, I still haven't gotten to that deep question Where? that I want to get to. But I will get to it after the break. Yeah. Boom. So Kirby, like I, I have a, a girlfriend. We were talking about it earlier. Yeah, uh, we don't watched, brag. Thank you. Thank <laughs> okay, you. I don't. I can't brag yeah. yet. I'm Lucky. not. I'm not at Jaquees numbers yet. Mm. What does that mean? Jaquees, what what year are you guys on right now? Uh, Look eleven. At about to, oh, wow. Wow. It's been a long time, guys. I'm doing great. <laughs> that's are great. You okay, I'm doing great. That's that's no, that's. Where does window at? What window? No, I'm, joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but we watch a lot of television together, and yes. I have been accused of not respecting female television. And the example that she mm. gives is that I watch Barry, but I refuse to watch Killing Eve. Whoa. I want to know your thoughts on that. Do you feel like... Why? Um, huh? Why? I don't refuse to watch Killing Eve. I don't have fucking BBC, but she don't want to oh. listen to that. She won't be like, no, you don't... Ah, Jaquiz, that's an argument for another time. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. But... I I don't know because when I first heard the premise of Killing Eve and I first heard the premise of Barry, they came out around this not necessarily the same no, time, yeah, but like, like, sort of like within a month or two of each yeah, other. Like I think yeah. it was but like April and Killing May. Eve, like oh, Barry got shot first. Barry okay. got we shot the pilot of Barry like almost two years ago. Then we shot the season like a year ago, and then last year when I went back to London from like July to almost November, I shot Killing Eve. So Killing Eve got made and edited way quick, and then came out in. April or May? One of them came out April, one of them came out May. Maybe mm. Killing Eve was May, maybe Barry was April or vice versa. But that process, including edit, was way shorter. That wow. was like, you know, uh, uh, like less than, you know, like eight to nine months. And then yeah. Barry was like a two-year two year process. But they did come out very close to each other. And they are, they're absolutely not the same show, but they are both based on assassins. So Yeah, yeah so that's what, and then like, Anna was like saying like, why when you hear one premise you're more willing to you know watch that mm. versus the other and then she also called me up because i was like i'll i'll get to killing eve but then instead of getting to killing eve i've been watching bosch <laughs> uh, <laughs> quite religiously wow uh do you find that to be true like you know like do you feel like right now men aren't respecting these shows that are like very very strong in premise but because they see female characters as the leads they're kind of going eh that's not for me like do you find I, that to I be true I think so a little bit I think if if because the genre of action has been typically male dominated mm -hmm. male driven and to appeal to men I think that which is I mean that's not the exclusive market I've I'm such an action movie person I've grown mm. up watching them I love I love assassin stuff I loved like the Sopranos and the Wire mm. and all that sort of stuff um but 
I think, yes, I think when people see two women and particularly because the show is not like, you know, like what I love about Killing Eve is we have, we've had stuff, not similar, but we've had like La Femme Nikita and this, that, the other. Like, yeah. But Killing Eve is not two women rolling around having sex like or being like sexy assassins. It's like, uh, you know, Sandra Oh is in her 40s. She's stunningly beautiful, obviously, but she's yeah. not like dolled up. Yeah. Um, Jodie Comer is wonderful and beautiful, but she's very much like kind of met. Like she's, she is like a real, you know, she's an assassin. She's not like running for miles and never getting puffed out and still like with a perfect face of makeup. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I think in general people do, I think men will gravitate towards, I think what Killing Eve, what women, I th or this, or maybe I can speak for this show, just seeing, cause I've had a lot of people reach out and be like, I love that show, guys and girls, particularly, I mean, first of all, the response from women is huge. Cause I think it feels like finally our kind of female assassin, like, yeah not one that's just like skinny and beautiful and yeah. that's her only thing. And like, like I don't like when I watch something and and I look at it and I'm like, that girl could never kick my ass. Like, but you need me to believe that. Whereas I think that you look at Killing Eve and like Jodie is fit and she looks strong. She looks like she could do what she does. Yeah. But yeah, I do think that in general, it's taken guys maybe a little bit longer to come to that show. Mm -hmm. um, and then they love it. And so many, and so the people who love it, love it. They love it, yeah. But yeah, I, it's I think... weird to me because I I've been thinking about this a lot lately, mm. just with politics and shit going on in the world, uh, entertainment wise. We are very much in a bubble of people who care mm -hmm. and people who uh, call out people who don't care. Mm -hmm. There are so many people. I, if I went back home right now and went to where I grew up, eighty percent of that block would know shit about anything we're talking about. They don't no. give a yeah. fuck They don't about, give a fuck about kill, like any like, of these shows. Not, not, even, not even the shows. They don't give a fuck about what's going on. The kids being separated from. They don't know what that they shit don't, is. It's not that. Yeah. Like, we're very much like in the bubble. So, yeah. in our bubble, mm -hmm. I think that we are a lot more conscious of that. Like, the fact that Anna would even bring that up is yeah. a conscious thing. Mm -hmm. uh, because in my mind, I'm just, there's so much goddamn TV yeah, that is hard to watch everything type yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we know that there is that that gap between men who will watch something because you know it has female leads or a female writer or a female perspective. Mm -hmm. But there's so many people who don't even think about that shit. Well, I think that's why it should be. And I was talking about something very similar with like Amy Poehler. Uh, did you guys see that interview she did where instead of like it was like one of those like goofy comedy interviews and instead of answering it she like just like kept putting in the mod like today's news like they were just like what's something that you spend all day thinking about and she's like how these kids are being separated ah. from there and why i think that's important is because i was thinking about parks and rec and i was like who's someone that parks and rec appeals to rather than all us like you know liberal ucb nerds yeah probably someone who lives in a small town like they could watch it and be like that's kind of like us yes and yeah. they probably like you said aren't thinking about that, aren't like in that bubble, but when they're like, oh, Amy Poehler did an interview and they go read it and they go, holy yeah. shit, all this stuff. She can use that power. So I think it's also kind of like on male action stars or on like people to be like, yo, Killing Eve is dope. Like to like be that bridge in between those who don't know and where it is in the mm. same way that I don't, the NBA tries to do every year where they like 
don't know if you've seen those really bad commercials where they'll have like Kyle Lowry and DeMar I DeRozan. I watched the WNBA because yeah. those players are so good. <laughs> if, you, if you're uh, trying to watch basketball for skill, if you're trying to watch, watch basketball for highlights, you should be watching the W. But And it's a bad attempt because you could tell that they're reading off of cue cards. It's, <laughs> it's so bad. And look, man, look. But they're not I'm wrong, sleeping. though. Yeah. I'm not watching the WNBA. You know it's an attempt. It's an attempt it's an to It's an attempt, and that's brilliant. But I think why it's hard, similarly with Killing Eve and with Barry, is just that like, Sport has been made to appeal to men, so mm. we and we are allowed. We allow men to be fit and strong and masculine and run yeah. around. But if a woman displays those same, like men, like I, re- if you just had like instead of the women's NBA, just a, a show that was just women cheerleading, super high ratings, because that's how <laughs> women are allowed to be. But women yeah, aren't allowed true. to be so athletic bring it on. and fit. They no, bring it on. Yeah. So that and that's the thing with Kinley is that like. We've gotten so used to like our women in action films being like the token or being not as smart, not quite as strong, still need rescuing, which is obviously why Wonder Woman was so great great and so refreshing because it was like, no, she will save you. She doesn't mm. need saving. She doesn't need a male sidekick. Um, yeah. But that's the thing I think. Um, and I think they're both equally incredible shows and I have loved working on both. And Barry in particular, just the bond I filmed with the people in that acting class, it's truly the most special show to me because of that. It felt very real that you guys it's were very, all I mean, we all love friends. each other. We have yeah. like group text chains. It's it like with, That's dope. we have like a text chain with everyone from the acting class, including like Bill and Henry and all of that. And then we have like little groups of just act. It's just like, we just love each other and it's great. But yeah, I do think it's more relatable for guys. Also just putting themselves in that position of being like, yeah, I could be a superhero. I could be an assassin. And yeah. they relate more to that. But yeah. I think you're right to be like, well, what you relate to, we can't just keep putting out things that people relate to because that's why we had all these shows where we as non, like when, when Friends was on, they were just like, it's just relatable because it's white. It's like, no, we can learn to relate to different things. A guy yeah. can watch a show that has a female assassin and be like, that could also be me. Uh-oh. It's a ghost in the pipes. It's a ghost. It's a ghost in the pipes. Sorry. <sighs> That's a ghost. The ghost. The ghost is like, no ghost more feminism. Like, no more. <laughs> a menace ghost. <laughs> Some, what are they called? Invol? Or whatever the fuck these What's people that? An involuntary. Uh, oh, incels. Incels. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. The pipes again. Yeah, these incels. Dad coming They're through with the They're involuntarily celibate. They're like, it's like part of the menace movement. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We're, we're denying, we're not being sexy and we're having brains, so we've denied them sex. And now they're celibate. Now Sorry. They're... <laughs> Fine. In celibate. Have you guys seen Hereditary yet? I don't know why I just thought about it. I've, but I've I been trying. Well, you yet. thought about it because what just happened was terrifying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was yeah. ready to die. Have you I guys seen it? I haven't seen it. I'm not a huge scary movie. I will see because Tony Collette is amazing. But I have to see it during the day because I'm have, too scared to see it at night. Anna yeah. refuses to watch it, and I don't like it because have you seen it? No, I won't see it for two reasons. One, I'm a chicken shit. Of course. And two, I am too. Jess has been gone for three weeks, which means I'm sleeping at the crib by myself. <laughs> you got your cats. They'll protect you. Them niggas ain't doing shit. <laughs> they running. They running. Uh, but, and this is so fucked up, but I sleep, <laughs> Jess sleeps like closer to the door. She sleeps Jeez. on the side of the bed closer to the door and I'm near the wall. So I just feel like I have that extra layer of protection from a ghost. <laughs> if it was a person, I'm there. I'm killing a ghost. You gonna push Jess in the way? Push Jess in the way. You know what's so funny is <laughs> I sleep closer to the door if I'm sleeping at someone's house because I want to be able to run away. Yeah, mm. see this is what I think, but I don't really think of the coming in. But I'm always like, nah. if they're like, do you want the inside person. or the outside of the bed? I'm like, the outside. Yeah, don't so I can trap get me. Out. 
You the first per- you the first you the first thing that ghost gonna see. No, it's true. <laughs> you the first thing that ghost gonna see. I mean, I, I do think there's uh, I don't like that when there's like a sound in the middle of the night or someone knocks on the door at like two in the morning. Honestly, I was like, Edgar, Edgar, go get him. And I'm like, like I don't want to go. We can go together. Yeah, we can go together. I don't want to go. Let's do this together. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's grow our relationship. I'm not interested in it at all. Uh, Who kills spiders in your house? I do. I well, I don't kill them. I pick I them kill up spiders. and I drop them out, outside. I kill spiders. <laughs> Fuck it. I smash them things to smithereens. Come on. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I try to collect <laughs> them. Sorry. Yeah, I try to collect them and put them outside. <laughs> That's why he's at eleven years. Because I Cause smash them. The shit out of spiders. <laughs> I, fucking... I collect them and I take them out the house. It it's appeals the same to the effect. most no. base part of her that <laughs> yeah. wants a caveman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I smash it so hard with the shoe. Oh, but you know what I'm scared of? You know what insect I am scared of? centipedes oh for real those things are yeah the worst creatures god created the ghost <laughs> agrees we're being haunted <laughs> yeah. right now um yeah. there was one time when on and i were like watching tv late at night where we were like talking and then these cats were fighting outside but then the way that it sounded it sounded like there was like something big coming like, like yeah. wow and that's i like that's what cat what? mating sounds sound like oh uh, okay that's what it was They're uh, mating. Yeah, that's uh what so then i jumped on top of Anna and like hugged onto her tightly and in my mind I was like I'm protecting her but now she'll hold it against me and be like this is why I don't watch scary movies with you because mm, you're scared I, well I wasn't you scared jumped I jumped fear. on her to be like because you needed you, you were scared you no I was trying to be like if mm. it comes it's gonna hit me first what the cats I don't know what it was mm. just like that sound up there I was like scared. I don't know what this is you ain't jump on Kirby when that sound tell happened. me about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Edgar's like you know what if you want someone to jump on you get a man <laughs> <Right. laughs> get your own man okay <laughs> This shit is terrifying. Oh, this shit, shit is, is scary. Scary as hell. I won't go see it. I'm not going to go see I'm it. I'm going to see it. Do you know what is terrifying? Is go in the, a group. The Nun. I, don't, I haven't seen that either. Do you know the trailer for it? I went to see the movie Tag and then... Okay, this was really scary. So the movie Tag is a fun movie. Yeah. I think if it, before a fun movie, there should only be fun trailers. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It should be within the genre. I went and The Nun is this... It's one of these like jump out like... Nah! That sound, you know, you know that sound. You know when it's like, you know when the the, the trailer, like, there's a kid that walks into a room and then it goes like, yeah. mm, and you know that like yeah. sound is coming. Yeah, it was like that. And obviously, I went to like an eleven thirty viewing, so we're all high, and that came on, and truly, it is burnt into my brain since Friday. It's the, it was the scariest thing. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not fair. Also, Only fun, exciting, yeah. actiony stuff should be cool. before a fun, exciting action. Know your movie. audience. Know your audience. Yeah, and also just any. Screening after 9 p.m. shouldn't have any scary stuff because yeah. people are high and it's too scary. People are high and they're about to go to bed eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, if you're going to see something scary, you need to come outside and see sunlight. Yes. So you can be like, yes. all right, I'm 100%. back in the real world. 100%. You have to be like, okay, it's okay. And even if it's not, I can make it home. Yeah. yeah. But if it's dark, you're like, I got to get. The worst thing is when I lived in London. I'm sure, Edgar, you know this from living in New York. And maybe I don't know where you live in Chicago. Yeah. Is my friend loves scary movies. We went to see It together when I went back home. She loves them. We went to see it. And then we had to get on like buses and mm-hmm. tubes home. We went to a late one. And it's London. And both of us, I mean, most of my friends don't drive. I was so jumpy, like to get on public transport, to like have to yeah. walk through streets. Yes. And like, mm-hmm. we came out late cause we went to see like a 10 o'clock showing. So we get out at midnight or so. Most of the streets are empty, but although there are people around, but you're suspicious of them too. You're suspicious of people. And then there's it's the bus. Dark, it's, oh. And then there's fucking rodents running around. Yes. And any sound, any sound is. Any like- sound. This is why I don't fuck with horror movies. I don't know if I've ever t- told this story on this podcast. 
Uh, whenever the Sixth Sense came out. So however old That's I was. That's so funny you said that because I was going to say I found Signs really scary. Signs See, M, M, M Shamahala Hala. How you say Shyamalan. his name? M Night Shamahan. 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 M Night Shamahan. But I saw the Sixth Sense. So whenever they came out, I was 11, 12, something like that. This is also embarrassing for me. And at that point, I'm kind of fine with yeah. horror movies. And that's not even a horror movie. It's a psychological movie. Yes. So at the time, my... And you remember in the movie, they say you can always tell a ghost is coming if it gets a little cold. Mm-hmm. They open the cabinets and all that shit. Mm-hmm. At the time, my bedroom, I could see the kitchen from like my bed. Yeah. And I woke up in the middle of the night like oh, with no. a chill, just like, like a day after I saw Sixth Sense, with a chill, just like, whoo. And looked up, and one of the cabinets was open. Oh. And I got right up and slept in my mom's bed for the next three months. No. <laughs> three months, man? Hell, yeah, dude, because I thought it was fucking ghosts in the house. I thought it was ghosts in the house. It was a transition, dude. I was three terrified. Three months? Ter- I'm like, there are ghosts in this house, and I won't know it if I'm asleep. So I slept in the bed with her, and then I transitioned to the couch, and then I finally transitioned back to my bedroom, and to this day, I cannot sleep with the door open. I have to keep the door closed yeah. to my bedroom. Mm-mm. Yes, I get Because in that. my mind, if I can't see it, it's not out there. Yes, yes, I get that. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I know there are some people that are like, I believe in ghosts. Da, da, da. Do you not believe in ghosts? You, where do you stand on that? So, I believe. You do? I believe in ghosts, but I never want to have my belief confirmed. Right. So I am the exact same way except I don't believe in this. So when people talk about ghosts and they're talking about spooky spooky stuff, I'm always like, let's just not talk about it. And I almost act like I'm like, guys, this is silly. But it's because I'm so scared because I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. Uh-huh. But I'm so scared of a ghost <laughs> hearing that and trying to prove himself to me. <laughs> See? Is that like, why you whispered that? <laughs> <laughs> like their ears perked up. Whoop, Kirby, do you believe in ghosts? And you know what I think that comes from? I honestly think that comes from the old Christian stuff where they were like, don't test God. Like if you try and deny him, do not test God. He will, don't play with him. He'll show you. you. So that's what I think that has, because obviously all this stuff that you grow up with, you're indoctrinated, it's hard to undo. And that's why I'm like, "Ah," when people, my friend the other day was like, oh my God, we should do a Ouija board. And I was like, I just, I don't want to, I don't feel like it. But I didn't want to be like, no, because then the ghost would try and show us. So I was like, oh, come on guys, that's just, this is silly. We're adults. This is silly. We're in (laughs) our I had the same thing because I used to be really afraid of angels growing up. I was afraid of like an angel coming into my room to talk to me and I'd be like, I'm not. Oh, down. that's so funny. I loved that idea of that I had an angel, that you were you're born and you have yeah, an angel. Do you, you, you get two angel. or one? I mean, I don't want either of them. But so. I always <laughs> loved that. I always thought that they were like standing by my bed because I was scared of the devil coming. Mm, uh-huh. And so I was like, my angel will fight them. So I was always scared. I would say my prayers in my head instead of out loud because I didn't want the devil to hear what I was saying. <laughs> So I was happy that I had an angel by my bed. You think the devil can't read your mind? No, he can't. That's no. what I saw in church. The devil can't He's read your mind. Problem. Jesus can read your mind. God can read your mind. But the devil can't read your mind. Right. The, the devil rules, needs you to say stuff rules out loud. They put in place, man. <laughs> yeah, and then and then also you can scare the devil away if you got a whole bunch of Christian folk and they just start stomping on the ground and the devil can hear you coming. That that's, is, <laughs> is that what you're talking? About? That's what the church. <laughs> See? It's the wildest the shit. Wildest shit. The wildest, wildest shit. It's insane, man. It's insane. If you start stomping, the devil can't. The devil can hear you coming, so he gets scared. He'll be like, oh, now normally I be hearing secular feet, but them Christian feet up there I hear. Let me run. 
Uh, <laughs> this man's supposed to be the prince of darkness. He ain't afraid of no fucking feet stomping, dog. <laughs> but if it's Christian feet, you know, like, man, it's the too many. The premise is that the devil is scared of, like, a step band or step <laughs> 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 I was like, I, don't, I do not fuck with coordination. No choreography, thank you. Too much. Did you ever do Pathfinders? Is that big in English? Shut up. I was a Pathfinder. I had the really? whole sash. Where, what, what, uh, what level I did you get to? I can't even remember what level I got to. Um, but what's, there's, like, explore. That? It's basically... It's Christ, uh, Seventh Adventist Scouts. Yeah, Boy okay. Scouts, Girl Scouts. Yeah. And you learn different things. I did like the cooking. I got the yeah. badge. I got the camping. Mm-hmm. I never remember. There was like Explorer, this, yeah. that, the other. Oh my God. I, I thought Pathfinder was up. like unique to England. No, it's a. <gasps> they have like a, a, a big campery like every few Whoa. years in this place called Oshkosh. Is that where Oshkosh like is? Like the Oshkosh Jeans? Yeah, that is where it's from. But like they have oh. a big campery there every every like two or three years. Jeez, because we used to go to camp. I remember going to a. Uh, I remember going to camp and it was like in England, it was all the English yeah. churches and yeah. they would come. And I go I rem- to the Texas one quite often. Yeah. And I remember, I think what made me uncomfortable one year is like, it was, it was always big and it was kids from other places. And obviously most of the kids are just like, it's camp and their kids and they have hormones and they want to just like, yeah, that's or whatever, 100% what it was. Everybody always. was horny yeah. as fuck. Yeah. I was a very ugly kid. I, I, Impossible to believe. Do you want photos? This is so this, funny. I literally went through photos. this yesterday with my friend. My friend was like, she was talking to me. She was like, when I was 18 or 19, she was like, I wish I just didn't spend so much time trying to be being preoccupied with trying to look sexy for guys. And I was like, I was not. I truly did not peak <laughs> until I was 21. Yeah. And she goes, that's a lie. You're always cute. I said to you, I will show you photographic proof photographic on my proof. 19th birthday of what I look like. And you'll be okay. like, dang, Kirby, you really right. were a virgin. Let's see. You really were a virgin. Well, first of all, I just, we... You, they won't get to see the people, but you guys will see. You know that we are not going to... Verbally confirm. You're just gonna confirm. No, no, no. I don't know, Jaquiz. You did verbally confirm last week about. Uh... Hey, man, we cut that part out. No, you're just gonna. <laughs> we cut that part no, out. No, you're, what you're gonna do is you're just gonna confirm that what I'm saying is true. That that, that and we can be real. That what I okay. look like now, you would not have. I, I okay. did not look like. This is 19 years old. 19. We're trying to be sexy, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll see. You'll see. I was trying. I was so in, I was like into some vintage clothes, which sounds cool now, but as a 19 year old, you don't know what you're doing. It's loading. It's gonna come. Okay. It's uh, but anyway. So basically, that to say, as this is loading, no one was checking for me at the camp, but I didn't like it because one, I went two years in a row. And one year, I remember the pastor saying something. I don't know how or why they got because they always do got into talking about gay people with everyone, and they were like, I don't know what they were saying about being gay is bad or whatever, and it made it really did not sit well with me. Um, okay. All right, now look all at right. these pictures. Now, not to say that this is like okay. an Andre, but listen, who, you were not gonna look at this girl and be like, she turns heads. Like, <laughs> well, real talk, we can be real. Look, I don't know about that now. I don't. I, don't, I mean, no, it's not like no, fine. Come on. when you look you're fine, looking fine. down here. No, you're looking down. When you're 19, when you're a boy at 19, Liz, what happened with these photos? When you're, oh, where did the photos? Are? I don't think Liz did it. <laughs> what did Liz do? Yes. I, when you're 19 and you're a boy, and you, all you want is girls that look like they're gonna suck your dick, and I look like I was babysitting you. Boys are such idiots. Uh, that's not what I wanted when I was 19. <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> I wanted a young lady who. Here it is. Here's some is more. Bad. This is me and my. This is my best friend. We're all chilling. But like even here, is I, that you? I did Great. all this. No, I did all this shit. I, I was such a like. You I went fine. I, I look fine. I wanted to cut my hair off. I look fine. No one was checking for me. Kirby, okay. I'll promise you this: if I knew you when you were nineteen, Mm-mm. I would have written poetry about you and been like, "She'll never pay attention." To no, me. you would. No, here's why I know why. Because you're yeah. the exact kind of black girl I had a crush on, which is the black girl who's like 
did you mostly have white friends and you I guys had, would hang out with and do nerdy stuff? Yeah, well, I had two groups. I had like my black, fr- I had some of my black friends, and then I some of my white friends were like my more in my art classes. I met them, so yes. I like we would do crafting together. We'd make skirts, we'd make things, and then my black friends and I would be like we just like hang out and kick it more. Did you date white guys at I all? I didn't date anyone. Truly, okay. I, my first boyfriend was when I was twenty years old. Because 20, this reminds so, me a lot of us. You, you look exactly like this girl in college, but, I would, but like named ch- Chanel Wilson, who I had the biggest crush on, but she'd always check for white guys, and I'd be like, I'm a nerd too i'm the nerdy white it's, guy it, we've all listen we've for, all suffered black. we've all suffered from being the odd one out and yes. thing. because i feel like that now which i feel like so funny now where i'm like i mean i rarely well, there's a whole other conversation i rarely get asked out by black guys that's a whole nother conversation that's a whole I mean, nother conversation whole yeah other. it is i mean we said we we could talk about it but we was like nah let's, let's not let's, 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 let's bring on a whole panel we need a panel that's a good there should be a special we gotta talk about because i don't get i don't get approached but anyway maybe this will change it this is me this was hey look oh y'all brothers came on here thirsty as fuck this is me at 19. i think i look pretty much the same with cute. no hair. Wait, what is that hair? So that cute. hair situation was a but mistake. You were, yeah, see, you were cute at 19. <laughs> I Then Dan is just a, a slew of pictures with me with white people. You uh, so because <laughs> you got reformed with with your Disney Channel original movie, yeah, exactly. Were you on a Disney Channel movie? No, no. I'm writing Jaquisa oh. Disney Channel original movie. I wish I was on. I wish I was on Xenon or some shit. <laughs> uh, house. What was that? What was the one where the house was alive? Smart House. Smart House. Smart House was dope. Oh, I don't know. Levar Burton that. directed that. Really? Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know if you had that. We did have Disney Channel show. I remember when that came when because we I only had we only had terrestrial channels, so it's one through five. Mm-hmm. And then cable came on and Sky. And I remember my nan getting cable and it was like, wow, that's fancy. My nan who doesn't even watch TV, but you know how black people are they like particularly this is a whole nother thing, is like, of course, if you haven't had money, you want to um show wealth. Right. So my right. nan got cable, doesn't watch TV, but she got it because it was like new and sparkly. Yeah. So me and my brother, particularly me, would just sit and watch it for hours. And I remember watching like Sister Sister mm-hmm. and Smart Guy and when all that stuff, that was mind blowing to me. Sister, I still love Sister Sister. I still love it. And I love the still episode great. of Are You Afraid of the Dark with Tia and Tamara. Yeah. So oh, they good. were on Are they You Afraid were, of the Dark? You know they're, they're making a, a movie of that now? No. They're in a twin episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. They're Evil. making a movie. Uh, they're making a movie of everything. They're making a movie of everything. All right. Edgar, just, Edgar you look mad. What well, is it? I don't know. I, okay, listen. I understand that this Kanye shit is trash, and people are mad about the comments that he made. But when Wait, are we talking like, about the older comments, the one way about the slavery? Those ones? Yes. Or is it, okay, I and I get new. that. But when you try to equate listening to his album to people being locked up, but to these kids being separated from their parents... That's the that's that dumb kind of like false equivalency argument that I just can't wait, wait, fucking wait. stand. You're seeing that someone has said listening to his album is the same as ice separating kids from their well, parents. Well, they're just saying how can you do that when Trump is like doing it's like okay, listen. Oh yeah, okay, that's ridiculous. like this is a false equivalency, and Completely. it's like I get it. Kanye says some ignorant shit, and everyone has every right to be upset at him mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I I can't stand. It's the same shit I saw on Twitter yesterday when this dude was like. Y'all want to sit there and call Childish Gambino a genius, but ain't none of y'all saying shit about Beyonce when she's been giving us gold for 10 years. And I was like, what? <laughs> People have been calling Beyonce a genius since I was a small little boy. And yeah. like, it's crazy to me that we make up these false equivalency arguments. Both can exist. Yeah. I can play yay and still hate Trump's policies about ICE. Yeah. Those both can exist. The idea that they can exist 
is ridiculous. And the fact that this person, and I, at least she knows who he is, and I'm going to talk to her about this. I'm going to call her up after this. I know like, the post you're talking about. And it's like, I can... Let me I, see it. They won't see. Let me see who it is. Like I told you, I'm not in the... I don't, even, I don't know who's who. Honestly. It's just like, it's just this false equivalency shit that has me so heated. She said, I don't know if she said it's the same thing, because I even that's, commented No, on that's it. 100. She said, I'll read it. Right. These children are locked in cages in America, and Kanye says Trump is his boy. That is a comparison. That is a comparison right there. That's a false equivalency. Read the whole quote. I don't know this person. Read the whole thing, because that's not what I took from it. Outside of that, what I took from it was she was just saying, I didn't forget type thing. That's great. That's great for her. Yeah. Well, there is a line that says, these people playing his album makes me sick. There are children locked up in cages. And Kanye, yeah. That's false equivalency. That's mm. a false equivalency right I mean, there. I got to say, look, okay. Um... I, I don't know. I came in hot. I came in like I really had something to say. I think the tr- I think the the Kanye thing now that the fire has dulled a little bit since it was when he said it. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I do agree with you that like. I think Kanye is a man that needs help. I think mm-hmm. he is a man who's going through some like some real tough mental times. Um, but I also think he's a man who loves attention. Absolutely. And so this Trump thing, he has always talked about how he will always try and stay relevant. The way you can really stay most relevant right now is Trump. Trump. That's the biggest thing. It's the thing that is the biggest divider of the whole of America right now. So whether you say you like him or you don't, there are people like when Eminem came out against him, that was huge because so much of his fan base are probably Trump supporters Mm -hmm. or at least were, or -hmm. at least the sort of like women hating side of his supporters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then so for Kanye, I think Kanye is just like, Kanye would be with any, like he just loves fame. I think he's addicted to it. He's a narcissist. Yes, I think to then compare playing his album, like I'm not buying his album, I'm not giving him any money, whatever. But I mean, I can't talk, but Kanye makes me so sad because I think he's a true genius. It makes me really yeah. sad. His music is incredible. I think I've been listening to The Life of Pablo, which I know people don't really love, but that's one of my favorite of his albums. Wow. I know, people don't love it. That is a unique opinion. It is unique, yeah, huh? I and it. I really love it. I really, that's one of your favorite of his albums. It really is. I really, really love it. I listen to it a lot. Do you like dancing? Do I like dancing? Yeah. 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 It's, so a dance, it's, like a dance. it's a dance album for it sure. It is. And, and you know what I do like? I work out a lot and I like it to work out mm-hmm. too. And it is okay. good for that. Um, yeah, you can get some reps in while listening to Fade. You can get into, yes, tell me about it. Imagining that, trying to get that body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, trying to get that Fade body? Yeah. Trying to get that Fade body. I'm telling you, I've been trying for years. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm with you. It is full. And to, to equate that with like, I think it's ridiculous that he has said that. And I would say, I, I think you could say, I would never support Kanye because he, because like I think the fact that he's ignoring this and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think to say like listen to his music. You're as bad as Ice. Fuck Ice, by the way. Yeah. Fuck Ice. I think Ice is fucking trash. I think I can't even talk about this and get not upset and not and not it could be a really long conversation because I think that we are in such a dark time and we will Mm -hmm. look back and be like we were the bad guys like with in South Africa and in Australia with like the lost generation where they separate families. I think we are there. And you can't see it in the present. And it's a time where like, I had this whole thing with my friend the other day and I was like, I don't know if I should live here because when the history looks back yes. and they're gonna be like all of those, because you know, when we look back at Germany, not everyone was involved, but we look back at Germany and yeah. we're like, they, are, they were all complicit. Yes. It makes me nervous that we are all complicit and we're like lose, we're just in such a dark place. We're gonna like lose generations. Well, we're turning off our minds to it. I remember a story that my history teacher would always t- uh, would always tell us, which was that the soldiers, when they like got to the camps, they would go to towns like maybe like 15, 20 miles from the camps, or maybe mm-hmm. closer, and they would say, 
how did you guys not do anything? And they're like, we didn't notice. Like, we didn't know. And they're like, I can smell it from here. Like, where I am here, 15 miles away from this camp, I can smell it. Yeah. So that means that those people were sitting in that smell, Mm -hmm. going about their lives every day and just being like, whatever. It's just another day. And I feel that even more so because one of the jails is in my fucking hometown. Like, it's like back home in Texas. McAllen, Texas Mm -hmm. is where one of these prisons are. Uh, I think, and I think a kids camp is not too far away from it. And like, that's my whole. I, that's where I fucking went to high school and like, kicked it with my friends. And like, I feel this deep shame of like, I know probably friends also, that are in the border patrol. It's also damaging to. It's like it's like factory farming. Factory farming is not just damaging to the environment and to the animals. It's damaging to the psyche of those farmers. I don't think that any of these ICE agents. Truly, I think the majority of them are probably unstable. Like, it is damaging to your psyche to become that desensitized to people's pain. Yeah. yeah. It is very, it's damaging to a, a culture. To profit off of it. To profit off of it. But it's damaging. These people are going to have, like, I can't imagine living a happy life doing that. Because I can't, because it's like. Can you imagine going home? Because your kids hate you, bro. Your kids hate yeah. you. But for also, sure. it's like, what is your job? It's like, sad. like, I mean, fuck the police too. But in theory, the police is like, we're stopping crime. I guess they think they're stopping crime too. But it's like these people are genuinely seeking asylum. Their only thing is, they want to live in the place that has damaged their place so much that they can't live there anymore. That's yeah. the point, right? Because like, yeah. no one wants to leave. I mean, I'm an immigrant, but it's different. It's like voluntary. But people don't want to just up and leave with nothing. Like, right. I wouldn't if if. If something happened, like I wouldn't want to just go leave here with just the clothes on my back and go wherever. That's it's desperate. It's desperation. Yeah. So I can't imagine seeing desperate people. And like I just read this thing yesterday, where these ICE agents are going up to people and being like, "We need to take your child to give them a bath." And these parents are like, "Please don't take my child." And they're like, "No, no, no, we're going to take him to give a, give a bath." And they take their kids. Like, yeah. it's sick. That thing- is like, like how can you go home and then be like, "I'm a good, I'm human. a good person." Yeah, because what it is is they're following. They they hide under the guise of we're following laws, and they hide under the guise of these people are subhuman, which right. is what they've which, always done. Yes, that's what, that's what it to, really that's what is done to Jewish people, black people, and slavery. I mean, being like, if you do, if you stop seeing them as human beings like you, yeah then you can justify your actions. Well, there's this tweet that I want to... I retweeted it at Isa K. Breen, and I thought it was a perfect tweet to kind of say, yeah, I don't care if it's a law, it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, yes, crossing the border without documentation is illegal. Uh, and then she goes on to say, being black without a white owner was also illegal. Walking into a whites-only restaurant was also illegal. In Germany, being a Jewish person was illegal. Without ethics, laws are just stories we tell to justify horror. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, the it's a law thing it's, it's, is it's, bullshit. It's completely bullshit because uh, laws change. Laws change. Yeah. Like you say, it's it's ethics. And laws change depending on who's in charge. Like, yeah. Yes, there was so much stuff that was illegal. Like, slavery was legal. It doesn't slavery mean it's is legal. right. It doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. It's just because something's a law, just because something's illegal doesn't mean it's wrong. And just because something's legal doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. But to live your life in that black and white, I don't know. Maybe that's. Uh, I think you kind of have to be a, a monster. It's a real ignorant place. You have to be a monster. Yeah, too. you have to be a monster. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, well, uh, well, to end on a high note. To end on a high note, yeah. Uh, look, well, here's will, the high note real quick. Let's end the, I've yeah. never enjoyed a fidget spinner, and I am today. Listen, <laughs> these fidget spinners in this room are great. I always were like, this is, these are so dumb. Just, yeah. just, I don't know, bite your nails or something. But these are These great. are great. That's why they're in here, because 
is soothing. Yes. So there we go. I mean, you got your skinny pop popcorn, your pistachios, pistachios, and your fidget spinner, which are all things that you can just do without stop. Yes. Like eating popcorn, eating pistachios. You can just keep going. An hour and a half is all of this. This is great. This is great. This has been great. Sophie, what are you doing? What are you looking at? Sophie. So much stuff. Sophie's looking at so much stuff. She's looking at pictures of fat Tom Cruise. That's what that looks like. <laughs> no, that's a sex cult leader, Keith Raniere. Ah! Sex cult. Uh, is that the one where Smallville actress? Yes. That shit? Yes. Ah. How crazy was that, right? Oh, that too girl, much to get yes. into. Too much to get into. Too much, too much. Kirby, this has been dope. Thanks so much for having me. This is uh, great. Where can people find you, Kirby? They can find me. My Instagram handle is at... Kirby Howell Baptiste. Mm-hmm. Twitter is at Kirby HB, like mm-hmm. a, the insect. Mm-hmm. I said that with a question mark, but it is an insect. It I is think. an insect. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's oh, an insect. insect. Is it being an insect? Some, uh, some somebody, guy, some somebody will tell. Will tell yeah, somebody not. will tell us. And um, yeah, they can watch Barry on HBO. Hell yeah. Please go Please watch, watch it. it. Killing Eve, Edgar. <laughs> BBC America, and then Love is also always streaming on Netflix. Yeah, all good shit, all good cool. shit. Uh, is are you still? Uh, I mean, I don't. I see every blue moon. Yeah. at UCB. Oh yeah, I'm on a show. I have a team called Benetton, Benetton. and we yeah. do such fun shows. They're they're the second Saturday at UCB Sunset at ten thirty, and they're super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are gonna be in New York soon too. We are. We're gonna well, be at all DCM. three of us are gonna be in New York. Oh, oh yay! We're gonna uh, be at DCM performing as well. Come yeah. get a ticket. It's got great. Like the team is really wonderful. It's really dope. I keep trying to book you guys for my show, but you guys are all busy as fuck. That's mm-hmm. the only thing is it's it's hard to get all of us. Like DCM's gonna be good, and even our shows, we haven't had a full house. Maybe since we got that slot a year ago, we yeah. haven't had everyone. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, there's at least two, at least two missing every time. If not, there's just like four of us, and on a team of I think there's nine. Yeah. I mean, it's because y'all all dope as fuck. Busy and people. Y'all all busy people. Uh, yeah. Well, go check that shit out. People keep asking us, you know, about our performances. People want to come check us out. So yeah, we're about to be out all over this world performing. We're about to be in New York. Yeah. Can't wait. I can't wait to be sleep deprived. Coast man. to coast. I know. I'm so awful. sad it's moving here. What a shame. LA is not a place it for is a festival. It's not the type. place. Yeah. There's no way. If living here, you're never going to get me to do a 4 a.m. show. No, I'm staying no, at the crib. I'm staying home. <laughs> I'm no staying way. at the crib. LA people aren't going to do that. I yeah. would never, never leave my. It's hard enough to get me. I like. I don't really do midnight shows, but it's hard enough to even get me at my house if I've gone home. Like, if I'm like, I'm just going to go home and change. Once I yeah. get home and find a parking spot, it's like, I'm at the crib. Hard to get me I'm back at the out. Crib. 4 a.m.? No, thank you. But this year, Black Panther, Object Work, whatever uh, Sean Dixon's show is, it's always like 4 a.m. I'm going to be there because I'm going to be up yeah. in New York. We're gonna be I'm up. very excited for Also, it. Yeah. everything closes in L.A. It doesn't work. doesn't work. doesn't work. Uh, L.A. is truly a trash place, <laughs> uh, is what we're saying. No, but we we're love not. it. We, love, we it. love it. We it's, love it. It's like trash and you find the treasure. Yeah. Yes. It's a trash and treasure place. Yeah. And that's what we love about it. And we love and we like all of you. So hit us up on Twitter, Absolutely. Instagram, Absolutely. at Culture Kings Pod. Of course. Uh, what Culture you got Kings. going? What you got going, Edgar? You you've been promoting Sad Boy Edgar. Sad Boy Edgar, be on the lookout for that. Should be very fun, very exciting. We're in post right now. Should be real exciting when it drops in mm-hmm. July. July uh, soon. Yeah, very soon. Dope. Uh, right. 
Find me on at AwfulGram on Instagram, at EdgarMopazir on Twitter. At Jackie's Neil on everything. You know how we get out of here. We're getting out of here with a deep cut of the week. Mm-hmm. I got one for you. I hadn't heard this song in a while, and it popped up yesterday, and I was like, this is going to be the deep cut. So let's roll out to some Candy Rain <gasps> yes. from Soul For Real, 1994, Hot As Fire track. Yes. You've never heard this song before. Get your life right. If you haven't heard it in a while, you're welcome. We like you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.